this is Carol A. Twall. I apologize if it took a while to come up with another episode. But um, when I am not inspired for a while or when I am preoccupied with other things, it's difficult for me to um, make an episode. I want to feel like I have a grip on something before I talk about it. And what I've been struggling with lately has been uh, this idea that I have no boundaries. Um, I had this idea all my life that I had I had no boundaries, especially with the, in matters of romantic love. And relationships and uh, you might recall if you if you heard this uh, episode about rewriting the past and being unable to say no this is kind of a follow-up I was listening to it and I was listening to the way I wrote the words on my story about my my relationship with Jack McCain called walk another Avenue and um, I was reading a page where I had recalled calling him on the telephone to tell him that I didn't think it was a good idea for me to go out with him. It wasn't a good idea for me to go out on a date with him. And he'd asked me out on a date. It was going to be our first date. And um, he didn't know where I lived at the time. He, uh, I was supposed to meet him maybe a few steps away from my house, but he didn't know that my house was right there. He thought that my, you know, we had like a meeting place on the corner, and so he was going to pick me up on the corner, and um, I had been agonizing over the date that day all day long, and I was going to call him and say I don't think it's a good idea. And at the time, I didn't, I didn't know that no was a complete sentence. I didn't know that I was being codependent. I didn't know that I was uh, addicted to my own biochemistry that was saying uh, you can't live without your own dopamine, you can't live without your own oxytocin, you can't live without your own uh, PEA. That's the love, the love chemicals in our brains. When we're romantically engaged or sexually engaged, those chemicals go off in our brain. And unbeknownst to me, there were other ways for me to uh, generate that chemistry. There were other things in life I could look forward to besides going out with uh, Jack. But I didn't know that. And I didn't know that then. I was like in my 30s and um, I'm 55 now. And um, I feel like I'm answering a letter that my 30-year-old just wrote to me. My 30-year-old uh, me wrote to me, Dear Carol, this is Carol from the past. This is Carol from 1997. Um, I cannot say no to Jack. Um, I am on the telephone. I'm, gonna, I'm about to call him on the telephone to tell him that I can't go. I don't want to go out with him, but um, I think I need some help. From you to uh, do that and I could probably physically 
tell my 30-year-old self to not go to the telephone, to, to go to the telephone and say, Jack, no. No, Jack, I don't want to go out with you. No ifs, ands, or buts. Don't take it personally. I don't think it's a good idea for me. And hang up on him before he can say, why not? Uh, that's, that's the way it is. That's the way it is, Jack. No. And um, what happened in real life was this. I, um, at the risk of repeating an episode, what happened was, was first of all, the first mistake I made was I was acting submissive. My voice was soft when I, when he answered the phone. I said, hi, Jack, softly. I didn't have any self-confidence. I, I was fawning. I was fawn, fawning. I was uh, enlisting his love with my soft voice. Hi, Jack, like that. Hi, Jack, you know. And I was also sorry that I was going to have to uh, deliver some disappointing uh, information. Tell him I didn't think it was a good idea to go out with him. And um, my voice was soft. I was feeling contrite. I was feeling underconfident. I was feeling subdued. And that was the, that was the first uh, vulnerability I had. I said, hi, Jack, and he goes, uh, hey, hey, Carol, you know, in the, in the book, I was Charlotte, you know, that the main character was Charlotte, and I was, I, I was writing this book, and my name was Charlotte in the book, all the names were changed, and, um, Jack isn't his, wasn't his real name, he had a real name, and I'm not gonna reveal it, because it's, you know, I don't want to sensationalize, I just want to illustrate an element here about relationships, about about love addiction and codependency and issues that people go through when they're dating. And um, he goes, hey, Char hey, Charlotte. And I go, uh, hi, Jack. I need to tell you something. And Jack goes, what's, what's going on? And I said, I can't go, I don't want to, I can't go out with you tonight. I can't date you. And uh, that was the second mistake I think I made. I said, I can't go out with you. Actually, I could, I could go out with him. And the story goes on to say that I did. And it was one of the biggest mistakes I'd ever made in my life, in my love life. And um, because I, I allowed him to talk me into it. And it was because I believed I couldn't live without... The relationship. I couldn't live without my own biochemistry reacting to um, being with him, being in love, dating him, the idea of him, the idea of dating him. And um, he goes, "Why? Why don't? Why can't you go out with me?" And because uh, he knew that I could. He knew he could. He probably knew he could talk me into it. I said, I don't think it's a good idea, Jack. I really don't think it's a good idea. I think we're moving a little too fast, and it's not a good idea. Again, my voice was soft. My voice was trying to be fawning and comforting and loving, loving. And um, later, I wish I just said no. No is a complete sentence. I wish I'd been firm with him. Many of us don't want to 
don't want to do that. We feel guilty about it, especially for women, especially if we care about someone. And I did care about him. He was somebody I knew in a job. Um, I was volunteering, doing a support group, and uh, that was before I did Mental Emotional Self-Health Mesh. I was in a support group, and I was in charge of the support group, and I was a little afraid he was going to leave or not be pleased with my work if I said no. So I felt like I had a work tie with him. But I also felt like I cared about him, and I thought, if um, if I say no, it's going to feel like I, I don't care about him. So um, the second mistake I made was I stayed, I stayed loving and, and soft, and I should have been firm. I should have said no. And hung up on him. Instead, he kept asking me why, and I kept letting him ask me why. And um, there's a big fear, I think there's a big universal fear that if we say no, um, and we don't let people ask why or second-guess us or question us, we're not going to have anybody in our lives. Nobody's going to love us. I think I was a little afraid of that happening. But um, I let I let him pl- I let him come in deeper into me and say why um, would you like to speak to my mom? The third mistake I made was I said yes I'll will talk to your mom. And his mother talked him talked me into it talked me into dating him. Oh Jack is a wonderful person. Marianne McCain said Jack is a wonderful person again not their real names. Um, he won't hurt you. He'll he'll respect you. He'll be a gentleman. Well. That gentleman later on did a too short date with me. We drove out to the beach and we sipped cappuccino at a coffee shop for maybe two minutes. Then he wanted to go for a walk with me at the beach. And then he tried, I think he tried to kiss me and I didn't want to kiss. I just wanted to walk. I said no to that. And and he walked me back to the car and we drove back to my house and, um, there he tried to he tried to do an innuendo and I I said no I would like to read you a poem and I tried to read him some poetry that my mother and I had written together a long time ago and he was clearly very interested only in uh, having sex with me when he realized that I wasn't interested in having sex that night that I told him maybe another time he left. He went home. And I cried. I think I cried all night. Because he rejected me. Because um, he didn't get what he wanted from me that night. I, I felt more respectful toward myself that I had said no. But there was something deep down inside that, that wondered if I'd made a mistake. I think the real mistake was saying yes when I wanted to say no to the date. But um, many of us feel like if we don't say yes, we're not going to ever have it. So we think we might as well say yes right now. Well, saying yes if we don't want to is the mistake. I kept saying yes for 18 months after that. Off and on, I kept saying yes and no, yes, yes, because he kept talking me into it and talking me into it and talking me into it, you know, having sex with him, going out with him. When I was trying to break up with him, he kept talking me into it. I kept, I kept breaking down. 
So, uh, ladies, and even, even, even gentlemen, you know, if you have trouble, uh, having, having your masculinity and saying no to women who act like that, anybody, it's very important that we learn how to trust ourselves and we learn how to trust the process that even if we don't get what we want right now, or if our loved ones don't get what they want, that doesn't mean that we don't deserve it. It doesn't mean it's who we are. That doesn't mean that um, being alone is unbearable. It is bearable. I had I had to be alone. I had to face being alone after that because I kept uh, going out with the wrong people. And now now I have now I have D, but that was a that was a trial. By the time I met her, I was finished with love because I thought that was love. I found my way to love when I was saved by Jesus. I found my way to love when I when I met God. I found my way to love when um, that allowed me to meet people that were good for me. And I had to do it the hard way. Believe me, I had to do it the hard way. That relationship with Jack McCain almost killed me. At the very end of that relationship, I was in the emergency room with pneumonia. I was almost admitted to the hospital that morning after, uh, right before I broke up with him. When a relationship almost kills you, that's not love. Be careful with saying yes. Even if it feels convincing when someone talks you into saying yes, you can still say no. Even if it might mean, it might seemingly mean the bigger uh, mistake. It is the bigger mistake. To say yes. If you know that you should say no. If you feel it, you'll know. Many of us are out of touch with that. Many of us talk ourselves out of that. I think I talked myself out of saying no more than he did. He just wanted what he wanted when he wanted it. That's not love. It almost killed me. Wake up. This can also go for, for uh, social changes, political changes, um, climate changes, changes globally. We're in danger of possible nuclear war if we don't wake up. We're in danger of our planet dying if we don't wake up. We're in danger of dying before our time if we don't wake up and learn how to say no to destructive, destructive behavior. Be safe. God bless you.